221. Cam's got a big bum. Check mic. Checking the microphone. Less sibilance. 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 Let Leonard lick Lisa's lusty leathers. Let Let Leonard lick Lucy's lusty leathers. Luscious something. I just said it. I said it. What'd you say? Lusty leathers. What's a lusty leather? Presumably a leather which is used for uh, moments of lust. Ooh, I like that. A little bit of sexy time with Lucy. Exactly. Was that what the show Lucy, um, Where's Lucy? Was that what it was called? It's called I Love Lucy, and no, it was just I about, love it, it was just about a woman named Lucy. You sure about that? Have you watched the show? Yes, I'm very sure it's about a woman named Lucy. It's, it's about a woman named Lucy. She had no, it, she was not a sex worker in any way, shape, or form. You might want to double check. That. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it, it was from. It's from like the 50s, like prior to the the sex career. Continuing tonight on two season of pop. 96.7 on your Two season a pod, 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 two season a Cam Osborne. Now, now, Cam, I want to stop you right there uh, because Cam LeClaire, the sex addict, is a moniker that you've had for a long time and then it sort of went away uh, and then it came back. Um, I know there was a period of time in your life where you were completely uh, abstinent. Abstinent, yep. Uh, and then you sort of like went back to your old way, sort of like it's sort of like a you like an alcohol, you falling off the wagon and then hopping back on the wagon. Wagon's always there, uh, you know, but the wagon is always there to bust into Cam. I'd love to hear more about uh, that. I'm sure the fans would love to hear more about that. Maybe on a stick around. <laughs> Stick around until the end of the podcast. You might hear a little bit more about Cam LeClaire's sex addiction. Uh, because you're yeah, right. Yeah, we got a big show coming up. Big show oh, coming we have up a here. Hu- we have a huge show coming up. Um, uh, the interview with Brad Pitt is still on the yep. table to happen. Johnny Depp. Um, yeah, Johnny Depp. Uh, no, Depp. Oh, the, jo- uh, the adult star. Depp. Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course we have uh we have both Johnny Depp and uh and uh, Johnny Depp impersonator John Depp. Um very excited to have Depp and Depp here in the studio um because we were talking to them because we're still looking to fill this Delia hour um because we haven't heard from him in a little while. It's almost as though the guy he's just turned off his phone and he's off in the Amazon somewhere. The Amazon, not as in the website, um, just in case you're wondering for those millennials well, who listen I and don't also, realize. I did oh. also hear that uh, Amazon is looking to expand, so you know, hiring some new employees and such. So I wouldn't put it past them 
that he could be a he he could be an Amazon employee in the Amazon. Like the building, yeah, or the like, Amazon, both. Because if the a, building that just been established in Kitchener as a port, there's an they, there's an Amazon store in uh, in Kitchener these days. Yeah, they've uh, well, it's not a store because everything's online, but they've uh, recently announced that they're doing another like warehouse or something, bunch of jobs. Are they the best jobs? I don't know. Who That's knows? Fantastic. Are they hiring? Maybe uh, Cam. This could be you, you and I's opportunity. A side hustle to get on the ins on the inside with Bezos. Uh, with with the B dog. Exactly. You know, like, I gotta sell. Uh, you know, I mean, w- between your sales and business savvy. And my uh, my very defined upper body, I think Bezos would. You know, we're we're the perfect package for him. All we all we need is one of us to be bald, and not it. It's gonna be you, bud. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the not bald part. Yeah, I said bald, not it, and I touched my nose. That's the that's the oh, that's okay. the worldwide uh, symbol Fuck. for. Didn't you grow up and have uh, that? I be- thought I thought you were having still some issues with the cane, you know. Oh yes, of, nose, of course. The nose um, of course, a little update on that. We uh, two season pod is uh, continues to be in a global partnership with cocaine. It is the official. Ju- it is the official drug. It, of two it, they told pod. they told us it's cocaine. It's uh, not cocaine. They asked. Yes, they did ask us to pronounce it cocaine, um, which is very cocaine. important. And I do just for legal reasons, Cam. I'm just going to get this out of the way. I do have to clarify. This does not interfere with our corporate sponsorship with the Pepsi company. Uh, Pepsi. We. Uh, Pepsi is still the official soft drink of Two Season a Pod, and Coke is more as the official drug of Two Season a Pod. Uh, we just, I just, we had to clear that up legally speaking for the lawyers. Again, it's it's not Coke, it's cocaine. Cuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's exactly it. We uh, we are in the Coke and Pepsi uh, business. I just wanted, I just had to clarify that up in case, um, in case any fans, you know, you, you missed a week. You know, I mean, a lot of things. This podcast rolls fast than uh Usain Bolt's um uh Ferrari made by Lamborghini yeah of course the old Ferrari but Ferrari Baghini Ferrari Baghini <laughs> yeah two worlds you never thought we'd combine you never thought you never thought you never thought um Ferrari and Lamborghini would be in bed together you never thought that Coke and Pepsi would be in bed together but sure enough um through the two season upon that's really just what we're bringing to the table uh from a business point of view yeah, I mean, uh, we, we do have the rational minds of uh, millionaires. Uh, we just haven't found the millions yet. It's all tied up in offshore accounts. <laughs> so, work, working on pulling those out, but uh, some, some COVID things are holding us back from pulling the cash out. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, so also our uh, swimming ability, because as you know, if you uh, this mm. is a little thing that they kind of don't tell you in the movies. If you have an offshore bank account, uh, it's it's there's no bo- it's there's no car access. Um, the, the, yeah, exactly. You need to swim to get there. You need to be able to swim to get there and then get back. And uh, I mean, I think that's really a decision on us, Cam. You know, we sort of took this bottomless piggy bank. Uh, and we decided to put it onto an island, which may have not have been the best decision on our part. I mean, it keeps it safe. It it uh, well, uh, I mean, the man said he'd keep it safe for us. And also, by Did the way, know- <laughs> also I just yeah. want to clarify before we keep going. I know I just said that there is a bottomless piggy bank of funds, uh, and I mean that there there is a large uh, uh, porcelain ceramic piggy bank. 
Um, with his, uh, you know, and it's bottomless, so it's a pig with jeans, and the jeans have been pulled down to his ankles, uh, revealing his, nice. revealing his grotesque, grotesque lower half. Um, and this, and this bottomless piggy bank, uh, does sit in a hole in one of our offshore accounts, and let me tell you, it's bottomless. Yeah. Speaking of bottomless, um, I heard a great to tie off to our old top five, which I'm going to continue with next week. I'm going to give you a little teaser of one of the titles having to do with bottomless. Next week, we're going to be doing a top five novelty adult film titles, leading off with Ass Ventura, Crack Detective. <laughs> okay, well, when you say, what? When you say novelty f- film titles, does that mean mo- these movies were made? <clears throat> These movies were made, yes. So, like, for oh, okay. example, so it's like the a, transition uh, from "It's a Wonderful Life" "Tits a Wonderful Life." Oh, right? did, you, did you say? Did you Little, say "Tits a Wonderful Life"? Y- there you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is kind of it's it's like uh, all any of those scary movie type things or uh, "Don't Be a Menace to Society" when you're juicing in the hood or whatever. What was there that one go. called? What was that one called? Can the uh, can uh, Simon and Webster? Can the um, can the dictionary guys? Can they can they look into that? What was that Wayans movie called? Uh, I don't know. Let us know. Two seasons pod at gmail dot com. It was something to do with don't. It was it was combining all of those nineties movies about like little gangbangers. Which, by the way, little gang. Like, by the way, little gangbangers. Like little rascals, <laughs> but little gangbangers. <laughs> Yeah, little gangbangers. They had a little alfalfa type character. Um, yeah. who, who, he'd have you know he'd have the little piece of hair that would stick up into his little afro. Um, little gangbangers. A new series we've been working on, trying to expand into the television and film market. Uh, realizing mm-hmm. you know maybe this the podcast audio medium. Of course, we are still exclusive to the internet. Um, yeah. We still we still did sign that exclusive deal with the internet. The podcast can only be found online. Um, no more tapes. We're, we're phasing them out. No, we're phasing out the tapes. And to all of our loyal listeners who have been, uh, who we've been, which mailing, is the majority of our listeners on tape. Yeah, actually, when we made the transition, there was a huge, huge, huge blowback. Uh, apparently, many fans of the show did very much so more enjoy getting the tapes and the CDs and the vinyl that we were sending out. Let's not forget the vinyl, um, the, the four LP mm-hmm. uh, yeah, version. It's just like when Apple got rid of the earphone uh, cable. You know, I had to call up my boy Stevie, Stevie Jobs, say, hey, how did you deal with the backlash? He says, hey, innovators have to push forward. And they say, hey, we're going to be the first people close to the internet. And and, and and this was already an innovation to begin with, because Cam, because you were speaking to him from beyond the grave in a, in a, in a ritualistic seance? He was using seance? a medium, yeah. It was uh, a medium, yeah. Lo- love to hear that story, Cam, because, you know, uh, you, when you were afforded the opportunity to meet a medium, you chose Steve Jobs, of all people? Who would you choose? I, that's that's a good that's a good question you know maybe uh I, why not I, I mean i had a dilemma i had people banging on my doors and where's my cassette where's my eight track where's my vinyl where, i yeah. made a subscription <laughs> i pay a lot of money to your podcast i keep your bottomless piggy bank bottomless i want to see da vinci's load that's what they told me and <laughs> next thing you know <laughs> When <laughs> we cannot emphasize how bottomless this this little pig's jeans are pulled right down to his ankles like he's getting a spanking. 
little spanking. Like he's about to get um, a spanking on his so yeah. bottomless piggy at bank ass. Um, yeah, I mean, who, who do you call if you get to get to a medium? Also, those mediums they must be hiding something, as in they must be some like frame for. Uh, I don't know. I look at those places on downtown King Street or Spadina in Toronto. And it's like medium, and I'm like, that's some prime real estate. I feel like something's a little bit fishy. Wait, wait, wait. So you're more concerned with how does the medium, how can the medium afford such valuable real estate in the city of Toronto? That's what your biggest concern there is. Aren't you a little bit concerned about that? I mean, that's a good point. There's no way she's, it's like, it's $5 to get your palm read. You're like, oh, you must be raking it in here. You know, you don't see lineups out front of those doors. You don't even need to have socially distant lines outside of it. Right, they don't need to put the little tape on the ground because uh, there's never that big of a lineup to a medium. I've, I don't think I've ever seen anyone outside or walking into one and being like, I think today's the day. You know, when I went, it was just me there. It was, it was just you. Um, they read the cards and, uh, and you spoke Tarot readings. Tarot readings. Tarot. Is it tarot? Tarot. Cocaine? I don't know. The T is silent, and if you're doing it, you're fucking crazy. So, Cam, let's kick off the, uh, today's show. Um, do we have... What do we have to talk about? Oh, man, we have such an exciting show, of course. The Brad Pitt interview, which may or may not happen. Uh, Johnny you may Depp heal jo- Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp um, is also meeting John Depp, famous Johnny Depp celebrity impersonator, uh, a little bit later on in the show. But let's kick this one off, uh, because we did hear some from some of our fans this week. Of course, you can reach out to the podcast at any time, to gmail.com and I gotta say Cam we got an email this week here two C's in a pod at gmail.com stop plugging your email all the time nobody is going to write you let's hear it isn't it exciting uh, of course we hear from so many of our fans it's so nice to uh so nice to hear and this is um this is f- uh, from a loyal listener named Miss Angela Wilson where Ooh. she says to us, uh, Angie, big shouts out. Yeah, big shout out, Angie. Well, hope we don't know if she likes to be called Angie. She may, she may prefer Angela. Hi, well, listen, I call her what I want. I call her what you want. And uh, she writes to us, uh, greetings, my dear friend. Nice to meet you. Am Miss Angela. I found your email here in Google. It's fantastic. Ooh. I, uh, you know, of course, we are all over the place. Um, Google, DuckDuckGo, Spotacast, Wikipedia. Mm. Um, I found your email here in Google search, and I picked interest to contact you. I have something very important which I would like to discuss with you, and I would appreciate it if you would respond back to me through my email address as to tell you more about me with my photos, my private email as fellows. Uh, contact me. Was it? So, um, through my email address, as to tell you more with me, with my photos, my private emails as fellows. Yeah, sort of. Is it emails as follows or fellows? As in, she knows that obviously we've been going through the education system to become doctors and we've gone through a residency and are now fellows. Of course. Uh, uh, big of course. announcement. Yeah. Big, huge, huge announcement here. Uh, Cam and I have recently been part of this uh, uh, kind of like a fast track system. You know, when you go to uh, you go to like Disney and you can buy the like the fast pass to get be put at the front of the line of the ride. Uh, we essentially did the exact same thing with becoming doctors, Cam. Uh, and in one very, very, very difficult, strenuous week's time, you and I have both become medical doctors officially. 
Yes, uh, it was a tough exam. I got a friend to write it for me. He said it was very difficult. Um, flew for my fellowship residency. Did it like the uh, I did like the Sims program where you can just fast forward a few years. Yes. Oh uh, yeah, and, it's very uh, Sims I'm, related. I'm ready. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was very Sims-like, and Cam, I think you're ready. I uh, I had a little bit of miscommunication halfway through the test. I started uh, I started writing the bar exam um, because that's what I thought uh, it took to be a doctor. Turns out it doesn't, and that's a totally different. Turns out that's a totally exif- no, different. No, we're, we're saying we're trying to raise the bar, not write the bar. Right, and that's where, and that's where I got confused. Ah. We kind of we, we we had this whole motto in our heads, and I ended up uh, kind of uh, writing the bar instead of raising the bar. Right, you have to write your M cats. You thought it was mm, cats, and they ate a cat. Yeah, that no, that's what it was. I um I I, I saw mm, cats, and I was like, you know, I don't like cats. Mm, cats. I don't like cats to begin with, so uh, I think eating them would certainly hurt a little bit more. You know, I mean, especially I, I was wondering how that was going to affect my allergy. The uh, L sats um, got someone with the first letter of their name L, took a shat on them. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard El Sat, I thought it, um, somebody was mispronouncing El Shat. Uh, so what I had done, I had um, found uh, found a Spanish person uh, and then took a shat. On El, I took an El Shat uh, on them. It was a huge oh. mis, huge, huge, huge miscommunication. A huge El Shat. It was oh. a big, it was a big week for us, Cam. Just sort of all over the place. Uh, it was fantastic. So we're proud to announce that if you have any legal uh, problems, any medical requirements, please, <laughs> as we are certified, um, all the professions. I wrote. Uh, the, I, are, I wrote the. Yeah. L, I, I wrote the L I can tell you. Uh, I, I can. I can help you out. Two seasons pod at gmail Feel free to reach out. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, it's great to hear from the fans. Um, Angela. Uh, we'll make sure we'll, we'll, we'll follow up. Uh, that's Angela Wilson 37 at gmail.com. Um, thanks for. Should, we'll, we, should, we'll, we, we'll should we bleep that out? I don't know if it's uh, necessarily fair to uh, you know our listeners if uh, if uh, or I would hate for, to deter other e- other listeners to be writing into us. You know, worried that we're gonna expose their personal information. Uh, well, I, I I gave a small tweak to it, so it wasn't exactly that. I there there's missing one letter in it. Uh, right, but right. yeah, we'd we'd be we'd be happy to see your private photos and your private email as fellows. Yes, as fellows, we'd love to see your now, private uh, photos because she, she must be ill. Now, she Cam, be Ill. I, I I do want to bring one thing up. You know, when when it comes to exposing the private emails, Cam, you have uh really spearheaded the security systems here at the uh, Two Season of Pod studio. Uh, not only our physical well-being, our mental well-being, and of course, like, our data protection. And there was mm-hmm. that, there was the data leak um, that happened here at the Two Seasons Pod studio, Cam. Uh, of course, is this is this a time that you want to apologize to the listeners? Do you have something you want to say about this security breach? All I'm saying is that you offer the information up. I never said it was secure. Um, I'm not saying I'm passing the buck. I'm just saying be more responsible and don't click the accept unless you read all the terms and conditions. Because, um, Cam, you wrote for our listeners an, uh, uh, an extensive terms and conditions uh, yes, yeah. page, which mm. includes... There, there's some things you agreed to in there. Th- <laughs> th- there's some odd amendments in there, uh, some legal, but legally binding information, uh, and, and, you're, and you're sticking by it. 
Yeah, I mean, like you did sign up where I could look into your webcam whenever I want. Like it's 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 in, it's in the documents. Mm -hmm. And I think I actually also saw that little subsection where if you put a little strip of tape over top of your laptop's webcam, that's a violation. Uh, that's a violation. Yeah. yeah okay. So um, uh, it just we just want we just want to get that out in the open, please, folks. Read the terms and conditions, uh, because we don't want we we don't want uh, dissatisfied listeners. No, I don't think I've ever read one. I don't think I've ever read a term and condition. I think I've tried. Like, even when you go to and do something important, like, okay, here's an example. Like, when you buy expensive things, there's typically, like, a pretty big document that you have to read with it. How often do you comb through that in its entirety and ask questions? It, when, when it comes to a terms and conditions specifically? Because, Cam, you just said... Uh, Let, okay, let's say you're buying, like, let's say you're buying audio equipment <laughs> or, like, rental. You're buying a rental. Okay, or you're renting something for audio and it's like please sign this document and you're like I I like to do the pretend read and like I scan through it. I'm like oh, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense here as I am a lawyer I took my L shots and then um, like uh, line 37 it says uh, some words maybe you could clear that up um, but yeah I don't know I feel bad for like spending more than five minutes on reading a document where I'm like, I'm not going to argue this. I'm not going to be like, I'd like to make it a bit, bit to this. Could you clarify this, please? Well, Cam, maybe I think we should challenge ourselves the next time we are asked if we agree with the terms and conditions. Say no. Read them. No. Well, I think more I often say, than I not... I just say, you, say no. Say, I, I'd like to renegotiate, please. I, I think if you say no, then like it, like the service won't go through. Well, you know, no, I say, then we say, may I speak, can I speak to your manager, please? They go, I am the manager. I go, okay, so who's your boss when you make a salary? Are, are you trying to stump these, uh, these employees? Are you trying to anger them? I'm trying to, I'm trying to see yeah, what, what you're Yeah, I am, and they're going to go, you got me. I get a salary. Looks like I'm not the boss. And I go, get that man on the phone for me. We got to renegotiate these terms and conditions. And how often does that work? How often does that work out well? I were brainstorming here, Cam. I don't know. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought this was. Uh, I thought this was something that you were doing every time. Uh, I mean, how often are you actually signing things, though? Oh, I haven't signed something in La years. Last, I. Mm, I have signed. Let me think. I would have signed something somewhat recently. I signed uh, the contract for the dog, but I actually read through that contract pretty. So you so you did so you did read the terms and conditions just because the and terms I actually and conditions... did ask questions I asked questions because it was only like three pages I mean if it was like a thirty page document I'd be like this is a little bit fishy uh, well it would be a little bit doggy I think if anything ah uh, a good one a little bit barky it would bark up some suspicions it would bark up some suspicions <laughs> I don't know I'm, I'm I'm reaching I'm reaching right now reaching for those grapes as they say. Is that what they say? Well, there's this great interview with um, Tito Ortiz, who's this old MMA fighter, but he his on-camera presence is just absolutely terrible. And he's asked uh, by the interviewer, like, hey, I know Chuck Liddell wants to fight you in the next, like, whatever. He's saying all this bullshit about it. And Tito comes back um, and says... Well, let me see if I can find the exact quote from Violin. No, you're not allowed, is, Cam. I, Cam, I'm, we've, I'm, we've, I'm, we've I'm taken away your keyboard uh, due <sighs> to distractions. Okay, he says, 
he's reaching for those grapes and he's trying to make his wine and the wine's already sounding and then there's like a money sign like a violin all that cheese and wine um we'll see you november 24th a lot of a lot of big food analogy i didn't know uh... so let's so this is the line again we'll repeat this for the folks at home he says hey this guy's saying he's gonna beat your ass. What do you have to say back to him? He says he, he's reaching for those grapes and he's he's trying to make trying to make his wine, and the wine's already sounding like a violin. And he's doing the sign for like that. Oh, this is the world's smallest violin, and he's mixing up like five different things here. And then he goes all that cheese and wine. We will see you on November 24th. Yeah, we, one could even argue those were all terrible, terrible puns. Like, nothing was cohesive in well, let's break any, this down. He's reaching for those way. grapes. Is of that course. a thing? It is? Um, uh, I always thought, like, you wouldn't say reaching for grapes. Like, extending an olive branch is a... Uh, that's what I thought, that's yeah. A, that's a term, but reaching for grapes? I don't really know. <gasps> Sour grapes, that's when you're... Oh, that's what it is. So he's like, he has sour grapes, but he says he's reaching for those grapes. So he's kind of so like, those are two different things. Re- those are two different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to make his wine. W- so I think that, w- that, that uh, he's trying to do. He's using. He's trying to do this wine thing too much. W h i n e, of course. Like, and then the next line, and the wine's already sounding. And then shows the sign for money or a very small violin in his hands. And I think that's where he was going is that, oh, I hear the world's smallest violin. Mm-hmm. Like that old one, right? That old. But he says, and the trick. wine's already sounding like a violin. So there might have been slight. God, there was like three. There was like three things uh, in two sentences. And it was and all then, it was all yeah, terrible. Um, you know, I'll I'll uh, I'll give a pass on this one. Um, I I I am uh, more likely to blame the CTE. Yeah, you yeah. know, when it comes to not being able to form proper puns. Uh, so I will uh, I'll extend an olive branch, as it were, uh, to Tito Ortiz and uh, forgive him for such a poor poor. Like he was trying so hard. If you're a kid, like if you like if six year old tried to make that kind of word play you would be like way to go six-year-old that's got to be quite difficult uh hey like they say all that cheese and wine we'll see on november 24th and and also uh, i mean if november 4th is like international wine and cheese day uh maybe it all comes around and we're the ones who look foolish well that was the date of his fight oh but if it happened all that cheese and did he call that cheese and wine We'll see on November 24th. Did he come down to the ring with wine and cheese? Uh, did he well, ha- he was reaching for those grapes. <clears throat> did he have a promo package that maybe, um, you know that video of like the woman stamping out the grapes and then she falls over? Uh, was that involved in the video package in any way? Well, I don't know if you get it. The wine sounded like a violin. Oh, I get it. I get it. But what happened to the grapes? I'm still, well, I'm focused on the grapes. Well, all the wine and cheese. Well, we need the grapes to make the wine and cheese. Well, not well, the cheese, just the wine. For the grapes. So the, he's trying to make his wine. Oh, so he's re- no, but he's, so there is a purpose for the grape reaching. Uh, well, the wine's already sounding like a violin. Uh, so that's why you have your cheese because the cheese looks like the violin. Well, no, he's reaching for the grapes. 
I don't think you're getting it here. L- listen, we'll see you on November 24th. We'll see you on November 24th. <laughs> uh, in a in a in a month in a couple months, uh, we'll see we'll see where the wine and cheese really, whose wine and cheese it really is. Here's here's another good one, uh, buddy. On Saturday night, those little blue eyes are gonna be sparkling even more, man. That's another line. I don't don't know where he was going with that one. Um. But definitely starting a sentence and not really sure where it's going to go. I'll read that back. Buddy, on Saturday night, those little blue eyes are going to be sparkling even more, man. Um, that one's tough. A little Tito Ortiz corner here of think, analyzing. Not, we I, don't analyze fights. We analyze trash talk. Yeah, because <laughs> honestly... Um, a bad trash talk will take you out of the entire uh, will take you out of the entire program, the entire fight. Yeah, the Luke Rockhold had a bad one of GSP too. I don't know if you remember that one. Of course, I don't remember Cam. Why would I remember that? I Why would I even know what you're talking about? I don't know. It's just it's a thing. He says, "Now I'm coming for that belt, GSP. I don't know what you need to do. You want me to beat some sense into you?" You don't belong here. You're going to get crushed. Better back out. Get out while this thing while you still can. This is my fight, and I'll be as soon as, sooner than you. That was okay. More that trash seemed, talk. That seemed like general. Yeah, again, not really. again, I'm willing to blame it on the CTE. <sighs> you know, there's, ah, a, there's a lot tough. of things I'm willing to blame on, uh, on head injuries. Nah, CTE is fine. It's good for you. Oh yeah, just like, just like taking a job. They did a study. Yeah, it means it. It means if you have CTE, you probably played a professional sport, and you probably have some cash. Now, Cam. Now you're saying this. They correlated those as two a together, professional yeah. doctor. Now, you. These uh, are yes, the claims I, you are as, and lawyer. Don't forget. Yeah, the most dangerous combination <laughs> in in the yeah. world. Living. I want to be a musician too, and obviously you've all heard my singing talents. Uh, I got some chops. Of course, say. yeah. If you listened a few episodes ago, Cam was very not comically singing songs in a very not comical fashion. No, it was it was it was good. It was ex- good it stuff. was it was quite serious. Uh, there was no hey, la- there was... were no laughs to be had. Nope. No, it was a very serious moment. I'm working on the. I'm working on working with Dre. You've heard of him. I uh, Andre. He's also a doctor. Yeah, I have. I have. I have Dr. Andre. Dr. Andre. Mm-hmm. Andres. Of course. And what's yeah. his medical uh where does he what's his major his medical major? Um he's in um beats. No, so you're talking like, a- a- auditory sciences. He's like an he's like an ear, nose and throat doctor. Uh, no, no, it's uh that's uh, different. It's, okay. Uh, you know, like dum dum Dum, dum, boom, boom, dum, dum, boom. Is that one? <laughs> what? <laughs> Use your words, Cam. I beats or beats. Use that beautiful hey, listen, singing voice that we just uh, talked about. Hey, you gotta stop reaching for these grapes because there's gonna be a very small violin and no cheese for you to have. And I'm coming sooner than you. Jeez, I'm coming first. This uh, is a train wreck. God, that is a train wreck. 
<sighs> Did you have a game for us this week, or did you still not come up with the one from last week? You keep saying that like, like nothing's prepped, Cam. Cam, you uh, you can't. I told you, if we can get the intern to change the whiteboard seating, I can't be bothered to spin my seat around. I, the whiteboard is still a thick black marker. Where's Delia? Of course, we should bring up uh, last week. We kind of seceded that uh, you know Delia stopped returning our calls. He stopped returning our emails. Have not been able to reach him on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so I thought I'd head over to Spotify, see what would happen, um, if I, maybe Rogan had some insight as to this. Turns out I couldn't find, uh, Delia's episodes on Spotify to begin with. Yeah, what's up with that? Has that been addressed yet, or is that just gonna be kind of played off like nothing happened? Of course it's gonna be played off like nothing happened, but Cam, you rest assured that us here at Two Season of Pod, uh, will not stand for, uh, Spotify's censoring. Of course, that's why we are moving over to Spotacast. Spotacast, um, which will be airing all of Two Season Pod's episodes, uh, regardless of how good <laughs> of how good they are, uh, for the indefinite future. Yeah, that's that's kind of a weird one that they just kind of skirted around that issue. Because I I wonder if that's going to affect guest selection going forward. <clears throat> well, I think that's the big I think that's the big question for everybody. Um, you know, uh, what what are Spotify's political interests, right? You know, you sort of cut off episodes with people. Like, does that mean that, you know, an act like is Joey Diaz or an act like Joey Diaz, is he just not allowed on uh, that program anymore? Even though, you know, the two of them are, you know, the host. Well, not even like Joey Diaz, like, I don't know, just a bunch of political figures. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. No. Well, I was just. I was sorry. I was making an example of just the episode that one. Uh, you know, a group of the episodes that were removed, right? And the Diaz episodes were some of those. And whether it be uh, a bunch of people that I probably don't care about, anyways. But if you're gonna censor shit, uh, at least be open about it. Like, don't lie. Don't lie that. Uh, or don't try to like sweep it under the rug. At least say like, "Hey, we're Spotify, and we believe this. Therefore, this." Yeah. Just we don't support yeah we don't support these people and just give a just give a giant list just of like hey yeah everybody uh, who we're not allowing on a podcast that's, uh, that's broadcasted on our platform i would love that if the and if the list went on for like four thousand names like jim from that episode of um you know two and a half men yes. who said this comment like that's he's canceled we don't even know who he is he, in our books, canceled. But Charlie like, Sheen, even... we want bring on the Sheen man. The Sheen man. Remember, he's winning. Um, remember that. Remember that the, to the Tiger's blood winning. Thing? Yeah, you know what's funny is um, I was doing some research on a doctor friend of mine because uh, you know we're all when we're all doctors, we're all friends of mine. Um, and on their website, they have like all the celebrities that they treated in Hollywood, and one of them was Charlie Sheen, and that was like on his front page. And I was like, I, this, this doesn't age well. Why, why not? Everybody needs medical help, Cam, regardless of if whether you're a Sheen yeah, but or I mean, they, they have like They have like seven people, and it's like, don't have him as your number one. They had like Paul Abdul. They had Travis Barker. And I'm like, okay, these are good names. Like, Travis Barker can't go wrong. He's, he's like, hey, doctor... This guy fixed my hands. Fucking hands feel sick now. I can jump maybe, maybe it's uh, ranked by severity of... Uh, injury or you know the degree of repair you know maybe they did the most for uh for the old sheen guy uh you know when paul abdul just kind of got a flu shot 
Imagine that, yeah. Post on my website. Like, do you mind if I put you on my website? You forget this flu shot. You're like, oh, sure, I don't like, care. Well, uh, sure, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. But that is entirely that yeah. is that is entirely possible. What? Uh, I I feel like they could probably get hit up quite a bit. Like, do you mind if I put you on our website? Like, you're at Rexall. Like, you're at the Rexall, and you're I don't know, famous Canadian Jerry D. And it's like, hey. Jerry D gets his flu shot at this Toronto Rexall. You should as well. You should too. Do you want to be like Jerry D? Get your flu be shot like, at at our Rexall at Rexall. Be a huge, I, I'd be like a it huge to be like very C list celebrities too. It's like hey, um, like like a third ranked Sports Center broadcaster. It's like hey. Are you, Hey, you, I seen you on the TV at four a.m. It's like, they're, yeah, yeah, I do the. Uh, their name is the so. Late shift. Their name is so obscure, Cam. You don't even. You can't even think of one. I can't. A no, because they you, change. They I, change out like the weather, man. A tier that you are not even familiar with. Is that even like a D-list celebrity? Like, is that? I, I don't know. You're on television at some point. No, I think a sportscaster is like B at best. Like the but like the low no 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 not like a real sportscaster like a backup it's like hey I'm like Dave Naylor like that's not even on the list there's no not there, even on the list there's no alphanumeric list to contain a Canadian sports broadcaster CFL broadcaster exactly what are you gonna what are you gonna say Rod Black is what an F list celebrity like we're not even counting yeah. lists at that point where do we where do we put our name on that list uh getting, a b something like that getting higher uh certainly um kind of marching our way out of c list and into b list nice that's what i like to hear yeah as the, as the show uh, give, grows, us, give us a shout forbes for top 30 under 30 uh mm-hmm. we're getting close okay <laughs> Because <laughs> we're getting close. <laughs> we're getting close. Uh, we only have a few more years to qualify for the top 30 under 30. Um, and uh, we all know, Cam, that whole list is rigged. That whole thing is that rigged. Old. I made the top 10 under 10. Top 10 under 10? Yeah. How was, the, how was that? What were you? Uh, what was your entrepreneurial uh, you know, sort of skills back, uh, back when you were 10 years old? Baby hand model. Great hands back then. <laughs> oh, baby hand model. Now, this is interesting, uh, Cam. This is new. We haven't heard this before. Uh, and it seems to be a big part of your backstory, Cam, because you have always loved uh, watches. Love watches. Uh, a little fun fact for you. Check out the next magazine you look at. Check what time the watch is at. And I'm going to almost guarantee it's at 1010. Now, why? It's a very famous time for watches. Uh, very t- famous time for watches. There a reason for that? Is uh just looks good. Just think about like looking at a watch. It's like, you know, if you look at a watch right now, you're like, eh, it's kind of an ugly time. But 1010, it's got the one hand that's at the 10, then the other at the 2. You're like, ah, it's, you know, just like my hands when I'm driving. It's a good looking, it's a good looking yeah. uh, time on like a clock. Like noon is. is terrible. You're like, ugh, good. Every, everything right up. Uh, right, 10, 10, you're just getting out of that first meeting. You're like, ah, it's, life's good. Life's good. Life's good at ten ten. And Cam, you uh, started doing the hand modeling uh, for watches, little baby rings also. Um, little kind of like child brass knuckles, also sort of stuff. And then I guess the business sort of fell out, or uh, 
what uh, happened we, we didn't get we didn't we didn't get the funding for little gangbangers so things right right of fan. course uh <laughs> we, we are to bring it back now we are still and i, I do want to bring this up even though we just brought it up we are still writing the script for season one of the little gangbangers um where it'll bang bang <laughs> well we're it's a little rascals type situation but stuck um but stuck in the ghetto uh we're still writing season one i think we'll start casting a little bit shortly after that uh but stay tuned we're uh, we're talking to fx right now selling our uh, selling our script to them which has been some very exciting news I wonder. I would love to talk to a kid that went through as a child actor, like not a hand model like myself, but like a child actor, to be like, "How do you feel about your parents?" Um, second question, like, "Are you famous now?" And like third question is like, "Can I get your autograph?" Right. Of course. Oh, third. That's the third yeah. question, eh? I love that. The uh, I'm not a great interviewer. I love that. The- <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not. We know that about you. We know that about you. Of course, you're the interviewee. You need somebody to keep setting you up for you Just to throw, me up for, with you, for you to kind of give a little punchline. Um, and uh, that's exactly it. I like that your first question there is, "How do you feel about your parents?" <laughs> like, yeah. like of right off the because bat. they're gonna be forcing them to go to all this shit. It's not like they're like, "I want to be a child actor." It's like somehow they get tied into this shit. And then they are just, they're stuck doing it. Like, oh, little Jimmy, you're so pretty. You look like a little bit of a gangbanger, if I do say so myself. And then next thing you know, you know, he's in full cholo gear and just banging the streets of L.A. And he's like, I don't want to do this. And I just want but, you to know, you know this, this isn't mati- we're not writing a show that is kind of scaled back to appeal to a child audience. Like, no, this is very oh, much no, this blood a rated R show. There's going to um, be abortions in it. Like, oh, it's going to be dealing with a lot of serious. This topics. is dealing with a lot of very taboo subject matter. Of course, we're hoping to uh, jump on the trend of the uh, the cuties trend on Netflix there, and really kind oh, of uh, that? I heard start that. exploiting these young um, Netflix. Uh, it's it's this. Uh, I don't know because I don't want to watch it. Uh, apparently, it's just a uh, it's a movie about um, like these like eleven year olds in a dance contest, and it's just like hypersexualized. But uh, in the sense of like children doing what adults do in music videos, but now you just see a child doing it, and it's on Netflix. So I think it's just kind of like raising a lot of a lot of shit because it's like oh like this is like a company doing this uh like shame on of course everyone involved but uh you know shame on netflix for kind of for for airing these things it's no different than you would see on like a tween's tiktok but because it's on netflix it's a it's a larger deal than it actually than you know actually is Right. Sounds like this will pass with a 24-hour news cycle, so I'm not worried about Oh yeah, this, this this one. was this was at least uh this was at least 72 hours ago. So we're three stories new on this one. Yeah, which brings us to uh before getting into our last segment of news stories, um a little award of the day, do I say myself or as some call it, reverse balderdash. Close. We're called AIDS bum, cum douche, edge fap, gimp, herb, Ike, jerk, cush, lamp, mac, narc, oaf, pank, queet, re, slore, tilf, uff, vag, walk of shame, zon, yeet, and zuck. Now let's play some balderdash. 
Urban Dictionary Balderdash. <laughs> Close. We're calling it Urban Dictionary Balderdash. Uh, Cam, I love the enthusiasm that you give with uh, with all these introductions, though. So I really can't stop you. That's what I do. I uh, I, I um, they call me the Segway. That's what they used to call me. They used to, um, because you were real. You were like you were tall and skinny with two big, uh, kind of like round mounds on uh, on your bottom half, and people used to ride you around uh, Laurier campus. They did, and then I said, "This is abuse." Um, uh, first definition, Cam, and tell me if you know what this one means: a rat licker. A rat licker. Okay, well, what? Like a rat is like you know someone who like snitches. So a rat, mm -hmm. a rat licker could be like somebody who's attracted to snitches. Well, you, you, can, you can always use it in a sentence if you'd like me. Oh to. yeah, can can we uh, can we can we have that in a sentence, please? Uh, of course, uh, rat liquor, uh, 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 Latin uh, origination, um, combined with another Latin word, rat, uh, liquor. Um, origin 2020, the definition, I went to the, sorry, use a sentence, I went to the mall for some new underwear, but had to leave. Too many rat liquors. Had to leave too many rat liquors. See, I was thinking liquor could also like an L I Q U O R, um, like a rat liquor is like a sh like a real shitty booze. Um, maybe I'm going no, that. Like it's, it's, it's it, liquor, not liquor, like not liquor, not liquor, liquor, like rat liquor. Yeah. Yeah. You know like, what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to uh, what I was saying about before. It's like. A rat liquor is kind of like a groupie, but for snitches. Interesting. Um, eh, wrong, but I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> um, too many rat liquors. So we're at a mall, too many rat liquors, origin 2020. A person who refused to wear a mask or take any basic precautions to help society prevent an airborne illness during an epidemic in reference to the bubonic plague being spread by rats. Of course, and as you so, know, um, you know, of course, as uh, so much information has come out in the year 2020, the bubonic plague spread from people licking rats. They used to lick them. Well, just, yeah, lick them, eat them, play with them, treat them like dogs, you know. Put little leashes on them. Little leashes uh, on them. Little take, cute leashes. Little cute leashes. You used to take them for walks. Uh, you used to call them little funny names like Mr. Charles. Mr. Charles, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you losing all your hair? What are you doing here? Oh, you want a little bit of a snack? Maybe you can eat a little bit of the peanut butter left in my mouth? Come here, Mr. Charles. Nom, 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 nom. Rat liquor. That's a good one, you know, with the, with the 20. That's a good one origin. you can use tomorrow, people. Yeah, be like, fucking rat liquors. <laughs> They'd be like, what's that? Like, you don't know what rat liquor is? It's a dude that doesn't wear a mask. And be like, oh, why is that? It's like, don't you know, able to bubonic plague? The bubonic plague was spread by rats in 1812. Therefore, if you licked a rat, you were not taking. Uh, any th prevention to uh, stop airborne illnesses during an epidemic, therefore the term rat liquor, it's common knowledge. Is That's what you're going to tell people. When right. They, uh, they, uh, they don't know. Of course, because, you know, if you're if, if you're not wearing a mask, you might as well just be licking a rat. Might as well. You rat liquor. Cam, I've got, uh, I've got some Urban Dictionary balladash here for you, too. You ready for it? Ready. The word we're looking for is pank. Could you spell that, please? 
P A N K. Bank. Um, boy, could you uh, use it in a sentence, please? Okay, I will. Um, uh, let me use it. Let me use this sentence here. <clears throat> uh, this one will be uh, this one will be a call and response. So like somebody's somebody's asking a question and then the response. Okay, uh, got it. Question is, uh, hey, what's taking so long? Answer. Sorry, I'm just having a pank. Is it an acronym? Uh, no, it's a noun. Okay. Having a pank. I guess it's a it's verb. A noun. I guess it's a verb. Okay, I was going to say that, yeah. No, it's a... Having... Yeah, I guess it's a verb. Yeah, this one's tough. <laughs> I guess it is. Uh, I'm thinking something to do with, like, panic. Panic attack from something. A pank. Um. Uh, having a pank. Sorry, just having a pank. I yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say some form of panic caused by uh um uh something that's not actually there. So like sort of like anxiety, but it's like you're having a full blown panic attack. A pank. Just having a little pank. Having a full-blown pank. Not quite, Cam. Not quite. We have been closer. There's a few weeks ago where I think I got one, like, pretty on the nose almost. They're uh, pretty tough. They, these I are mean, pretty... it's, it's, it's like if I were to give you a German word, I'm like, what does Gott mean? You'd be like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't know. Also, because I don't speak German. Uh, Cam... That's right. I don't speak urban. <laughs> uh, Cam, uh, to pank is to poop and wank. Simultaneously, ah, I should have um, got that one. Uh, of course, this is a uh, pank is a British term. Uh, us uh, listeners in North America may be more familiar with poopster baiting, um, which is also yeah. I think I would have got that one, but well, I like of course, pank how many things are you baiting? <laughs> Fish and yeah. dongs. Um, poopster baiting, panking. Uh, yeah, love so, it. Sounds like Perfect. fun though. It sounds like something I can get into. Certainly, certainly get into panking. Um, that was this week's. Uh, that was this week's Urban Dictionary Balderdash. You know, it's so glad. Um, so glad that we have the people over at. Uh, what are their names? What are the What are the What are the dictionary people again? Uh, Webster's uh, Dictionary. Miriam Webster. Miriam Webster. Uh, it's so great that their 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 podcast is able to help our podcast out a little bit. You know, of course, they use our recording space just before us, uh, and then we come in for the show before. Uh, uh, you're going to want to stick around because, of course, we got Kim Mitchell coming up. Kim Mitchell. Kimmers coming up. You could he- And you'll probably hear such hits as Patio Lanterns. Or, uh, he's warming up out there. He's. I can hear him strumming the riff to lager and ale right now uh, <laughs> as he kind of warms up his, his extremely bald head. Uh, it's almost like shiny at this point. Um, who would be, who would be the first to dance? No rat liquors at this club tonight. Yeah, just like that. With, I think. Yeah, that's. I think that's the words. Yeah, just like that. That's how you play. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's let's finish off the uh, last segment of news and weather here. Uh, where we give either fake news, real news, fake weather, real weather. You'll find out soon, folks. The game is played by we read each other headlines, which could be real or could be what we call asinine. Hit it! Hey! 
Hey. Asana. I like that. I like that little hitted element too. Now, uh, now the first, yeah, maybe maybe going for the first person to hit it or kick it. Uh, we'll kick be it, kick it. Bah, bah, bah. Um, will be the first one. Of course, we, know, we of course we know how the game is played. Cam just explained it. Uh, so thankful uh, that we had the opportunity to explain uh, these games on on the air. Yes, sir. All right. So give me give me give me a liner. Okay, Cam, I'll kick this one off here for you. Here we go. Uh, Sony is selling headphones in water bottles to prove that they are truly waterproof. Uh, I could see this being a, a pretty clever stunt that they're doing. Uh, to be like, look, we don't even have packaging. We just have uh, water bottles uh, that we'll reuse. So there's, there's a perk for us. Um, we'll also give you the box on the side, but look, look how look how kooky we are. This is incredible. This is so wild. Uh, we're so, yeah, it's a headline. It's, they're doing it. I love the justification, Cam. That's totally a headline. Uh, you're right. This is Sony's W Series Walkman, which is uh, like an all-in-one MP3 pay- player slash Bluetooth headset, you know, kind of thing. You know, just like, you're just like mm-hmm. your Bluetooth headphones would be. Um, and they're really trying to nail it home that it is, in fact, waterproof. Uh, and this is exactly it. This, is like a, this was a marketing tactic exclusive in New Zealand for whatever reason um but yeah customers in new zealand can purchase their very own sony sony w series walkman headphones uh straight out of the water bottle uh clever clever little marketing tactic however sony does not recommend that you drink the water uh that uh, the headphones come in of course the water is safe but i I, can i use it for boiling stuff I maybe maybe use it for boiling stuff. Um, I mean, they didn't say it's bad water. I think they're just saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't like don't drink it. But they're still going to be good. Apparently, the headphones uh, work. No complaints. Nobody's say, nobody's coming out saying, hey, these headphones are dead on arrival. Um, so if you're a swimmer, DOA. if you're a swimmer, if you're a runner who sweats a lot, uh, these could be the headphones for you. Perfect. Glad to hear it. And this is uh, sponsored by Bose headphones. Uh, just to make sure we're clear about that. Thank you, Bose and Dr. Drez. Um, headliner Asinine, Ottawa tourism will pay Canadians $100 just to visit Ottawa. Well, imagine a city so boring you have to get paid to go there. Yeah. Not that really. That makes me want to go less. Not really, yeah. Like, if you, if you, if, and also, a hundred bucks isn't like that much. It's like nothing. You like, but I could like, blow that on strippers in like 20 minutes. Well, if, if we're talking Ottawa Or other things. We're talking Ottawa strippers, that's probably like four hours. Cam. No, I think so, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You're got to know. Yeah, how bad would a place have to be? No fault, though. Like, no Canadian city. There's very few Canadian cities that are, you know, on a bumpin' on a worldwide scale. Uh, certainly not Ottawa. The international, or, you know, Ottawa is the national field trip city. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's up there. You it's know, up there. You know, because you're not going to take your kids. You're not going to take your kids to Toronto, Montreal. Even could be a little bit dangerous. But you know, you're looking at Ottawa and Quebec City. That's where you go for your trips. Um, does this sound like it could be true? I mean, 
the government seems like they're in a in a real you know in a real Pickle. hole right now. You know, I mean, of course, they've been giving uh, nice Canadians like me thousands of dollars over the last six months. Uh, I expect that back. <laughs> <laughs> I am a taxpayer. Hey, I'm a taxpayer too, baby. That's why I love that I got it. No, you're a tax collector, bud. I'm a taxpayer, bud. I'm an independent contractor. That money is my money and mine alone. No, sir. Uh, I'll expect full payment by next time you come to Waterloo. Also, Thank it's you. not full payment. It's uh, you're paying on the uh, the tax on it or whatever, which is shit I would be doing anyways, bud. Um, let's get right past. Let's get right past this one though. It sounds weird. It doesn't sound true. I'm gonna say it's asinine. It is true, my friend. Ottawa tourism is struggling right now, um, probably because of this thing called a pandemic going on. On top of that, just a shit city. Uh, this makes this headline makes me want to visit it less. I'm like, oh god, you're desperate. Where um, they've done this in the past, they've given hundred dollar visa cards to visit Ottawa. And this time, you go in, you get a hundred dollars off any hotel. So um, even a worse deal, you're like, oh, so I can't even spend it how I want. I have to spend it on your friggin' roofs. God. Of course, that's so. like uh, that's like getting you know Dave and Buster bucks. You know, it's like it's real money, but you can only spend it at this one place. Ottawa's given us real money. We can only just spend it at like, yeah. one place. Stupid. 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 All right, hit me up. You acting stupid. Okay, Cam. Here we go. Hit. Uh, headliner asked nine, there is no scientific evidence confirming that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Uh, well, I think there's been scientific evidence saying that you can skip breakfast. Uh, intermittent fasting is important. Um, but the term there's been no scientific evidence. I think you can make scientific evidence for almost anything like, any public we we saw a study that came out for our work today that said based on 4,000 trials for one and then 6,000 trials for another and had the exact like opposite results so you can pick however you want to choose you can find whatever you want so when they say no scientific evidence I'm going to say oh but then there's the whole most important part of the day yeah no I'm going to say there is some evidence of it, or or this is a this is a fake headline. This is asinine. You got that right, Cam. You know what? I'm sure a lot I'm, of these. Anytime, anytime I write about these asinine headlines, I I, I never do. But uh, you're right. I'm sure listeners at home right now are searching articles that have to do with breakfast being the most important meal of the day and finding something that probably confirms or denies it. But uh, that's about it. All right. Headliner S9, someone broke into a Guelph home, pooped in dishwasher, and left. Pooped in the dishwasher. Got a lot of shit going, a lot of poop going on uh, this week with uh, the panking, of course, my me taking the L-shats. Um, God, Ottawa, just a shit city. I think you said that a little bit earlier, Cam. Um, yep. Breaking into Guelph, shitting in the dishwasher. Yeah. Um, it seems like a weird place. I mean, like, it's a great place to shit if you're pulling a prank on someone. 
but an odd place to shit if you're breaking into a house where you have no previous vendetta against the person. That's what I would like to hear. I believe that if, if this is a headline, there's more to it than just the headline that says this is a, you know, such a messy, visceral, smelly crime. Um, has to be, you know, due to personal reasons. You know, uh, your 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 ex girlfriend is dating somebody new. You go shit in his you go shit in his house. Uh, That's right. You know, That's what I it's, did. it's really taken a whole new turn. You know, kind of upper deckers are a thing of the past. Right. I mean, an upper decker. What what gets gross? The toilet, which is already pretty gross. You shit in a mm-hmm. dishwasher. The dishwasher is not supposed to be gross. You've now made it. I, gross. It's good stuff. Yeah. This is this is this is the new standard. I'm gonna in revenge. S- I'm going to say there's more to it than meets the eye. It's asinine. This is an ongoing investigation from the weekend. <laughs> uh, for, between 1.15 a.m. and 8.15 a.m., um, someone came into the home through the back door, which was open. They did not steal a thing. They opened up the dishwasher, um, let the number two go, and left without a trace except for a small one. Um, 100% true, and they don't know who did it. Anyone with evidence, please Hold on, uh, hold on, somebody. hold on. Can we not be DNA testing poop? I don't, I know nothing. I mean, I mean, I do know a fair amount about the legal system having, because I, I did write the bar exam. And then don't, don't talk about DNA testing. Randy. Don't talk about, ah, oh, shit, he's coming. <laughs> Fuck, Horatio's here. Oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, okay, well, well, well let's, okay, we gotta deal with that next week, um, because we still have. So- <laughs> well, this looks like. Oh my God! Is someone that- committed a pooney. <laughs> God, I couldn't come up with anything. Uh. <laughs> um, that, what does Horatio say when he walks into that crime before he takes off his sunglasses? Um, he would say. Uh, uh, he would say it looks like we need to call the butler. <gasps> That's not bad. Of course, um, th- and this is this is also a very exciting uh, piece of news that uh, I think we need to share over here at the um, at the two season of pod. You know, of course, uh, CSI Miami has been off the off the air for many many years, um, but us over here uh, have decided to bring select characters back from the show. And when we say select characters, we pretty much only mean David Caruso. David Caruso will be starting his show over the two season. Of I pod thought Network. his name's Horatio. Uh, is that is that the character name? I don't yes, know the yeah, actor's yeah, it's a name. character name. Yeah, it's Horatio something. Oh. Fuck. But anyways, David Caruso will be live here, uh, constantly portraying his character uh, from CSI Miami. Horatio Kane was the name. Oh, okay, Her- there we go. There Horatio we go. Kane. There we go. I was always more of a Grisham guy, so the fact that we have uh, David Caruso coming no to the No idea who that is. He was from CSI Las Vegas, Cam. Uh, you yeah, Miami's be, the shit. You gotta be quick uh, to keep up with the uh, the language being used here on the podcast, Cam. I have, um, did I have anything more to say about that shitting incident? Not really. Uh, oh, you really have to. You, this is. I, I also believe this is planned. Cam, you just gave a real key detail about between the hours of one fifteen a.m. and eight fifteen a.m. Which to me, Cam, that is not shitting time for me. I think the guy got too drunk and then thought it'd be hilarious. But even even on my drunkest of nights, I don't think I could squeeze one out at two in the morning. No. 
I don't think so. I mean, you'd have to what plan. What if you had, like, Taco Bell that you night? You would have to plan to, like, not poop that morning so you could very hatefully poop that <laughs> that night. Uh, I think you'd be surprised, and we'll find out. We'll give an update on this if they find anything next week. Yeah, folks, uh, folks at home, let us know when are you sh- when do you shit? Um, you can reach out at two seasonspot at gmail uh, Let us know uh, what your what your daily BM schedule is like. All right, hit me a headline. I've got another headline here for you, Cam. Uh, so let's kick this one off. Um, the International Potato Center has successfully grown potatoes in a simulated Mars environment. Nice. Um, well, I think those potato researchers, if, you, if you're going to start a new planet, a few things you're going to need. I remember one time an uncle told me, if you go broke and you, you can't buy any food, Buy potatoes, because think of all the stuff you can make. You can make fries. You can make mashed potatoes. You can make lemon potatoes. You can make uh, wedges. Uh, you can make you can make a lot of stuff with potatoes. Hash browns, right? A lot of variety. Now, nutritional value, basically junk. The fact of the matter, though, is you can make a lot of stuff with them. <laughs> so if you're going to a new planet, definitely one of the good ones to have, right? Uh, it's for that reason that I think that they probably they there hasn't been much new technology in the potato market since the uh, since the Irish figured it out. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say, call it a headline. Cam, that's a headline uh, for you. I don't I, I I don't I don't believe how how quickly you jumped past me saying International Potato Center. Like you assumed the International Potato Center was already a thing. Uh, of course I was it really is. I was really of course it is. Why are they so? Where does the International Sweet Potato Center? You think uh, coming in that? But that's uh, Cam. That's a headline. Um, not dissimilar to the uh, to you know the movie The Martian with Matt Damon, where he makes all those potatoes in the shit yep uh mm-hmm. he kind of like he poops and then he eats his potatoes his poop potatoes um this is very similar to this of course this was happening uh in uh these were dutch scientists the international potato center is in uh dutchland or whatever they call and <laughs> <laughs> it's in Deutschland, where um, they tried to recreate, you know, the similar, the similar, not hospital, not hospitable uh, conditions over on Mars, uh, using the uh, least, um, the least life-sustaining soil on the planet, uh, which comes from the uh, Pampas de la Joya Desert in Peru. Uh, of course, yeah. Of course, and they added some, uh, you know, human, you know, kind of human-made fertilizers into this uh, in a very cold environment, and uh, boom, they were able to make it happen. You know, not unlike Matt Damon's little poop crop, uh, they were able to actually make potatoes in a um, in uh, in these shitty conditions. No word on sweet potatoes, though. Those uh, shitty conditions? No word on if they tried Ching. to grow sweet potatoes or if they exclusively tried to grow potatoes. Uh, more research might have to be done into that. Um, but there you have it. You we'll know give what? you an update next week. Hope, hope, hopefully. All right. Ready for your last headline? I think so. New report finds under 15% meat contents in most Taco Bell products. Less than 15% meat products. Oh, 
goif. Um, oi, oi, goif. Oh, that Taco Bell doesn't sit so well at 2 a.m., I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Maybe, uh, I mean, you know, this could be the first story of two things coming together, you know. Uh, um, uh, you know, eating Taco Bell, which isn't meat, and then sh- explosively shitting out in somebody's house. <laughs> someone someone tested that theory. They're like, I don't know about this nonsense. I'm pretty sure it's 100% meat, and I don't poop when it's 100% meat. And next thing you know, it's 2 a.m. in Guelph. That's always the worst part about eating, you know, and I don't eat too much fast food as we know, and if I do, it's a burger from Harvey's, where there, I, I, I can, you know, you can look at a burger, like a piece of, like a piece of ground chuck, and you know what you're getting. Yeah. You know what you're getting, but as soon as things are tossed in with sauces and beans and rice, I mean, who the fuck knows what's going on? What are we on? doing here? Um, I bet there is a, a standard, you know, like, uh... Uh, you know, I bet like the USDA says that you have to have, it has to be like at least 75% meat. <laughs> and the you other, think that high? I, I wonder, I wonder, there has to be a, you know, maybe like what, 50-50 mm. right down the, there's a great, uh. I don't think, I don't think Taco Bell's ever once stated like we're 100% meat in our products. Yeah. They They're never- like, we have the queso supremo. Like, what's in the case of Supremo? You're like, a good time. That's what's in there. Yeah, and out of all the things, you know, like, Wendy's is always, like, you know, pure Canadian beef. And then McDonald's yeah. is, like, pure beef. And then Taco Bell is, like, Dorito shell tacos. <laughs> Looking for a good time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they know who they are. They lean into it so much. There's a, there's a Simpsons joke where the school is trying to save money. Uh, by giving kids shitty school lunches, and it cuts to, uh, it cuts to the lunch lady shoving like the gym mats into a food processor, and she says, "There's hardly any meat in these gym mats." Uh, and I can Classic. picture, I can picture someone at Taco Bell doing the exact same thing. Uh, you know, you need some filler. Why not some newspaper? Uh, that would make it go. I'm gonna say that's a headline. Uh, it's asinine, but I think that's only because they're refusing to do the study. That's what I think. I think we need to get to the bottom for next week. We need to get to the bottom of how much meat per. Maybe that can be a. Maybe that can be a top five in a few weeks. The top five uh, mo- highest percentage of meat for fast food <laughs> for fast food restaurants. Yeah, it's it's gonna start at like I think Subway came out. Actually, I, I won't reveal this, this. Subway came out with some per- surprising results. A few years ago, that I think you'd be surprised by. Me, as a person who does not like Subway, does not would eat be Subway surprised because of food poisoning. Yes, I was, no. uh, so I will be surprised. Okay, that's good because I, you know, I, 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 I could be proven wrong. Which is exactly it. Um, all right. Well, well, that's thank a- you all for listening to this week of the podcast, uh, Cam. Get get us out of here. Get Kim Mitchell's banging at the door here. What you do you have to stop? say? Stop! I'm saying fuck that guy. I'm saying fuck that guy. We still have time. This is our studio. What are we gonna? Are we depraving the world of such hit songs like uh, "Rock and Roll Duty" and "I Am a Wild Party"? No. See, we just you just heard it right now. Why do we why do we need Kim Mitchell to sing it? Uh, he's asking. He does pay us a lot of money. Jesus 
Christ, Cam. Well, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Remember, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. The show is everywhere. Uh, to our fans expecting their mail-in uh, CD, cassette, 8-track. Uh, of course, we are moving from that platform, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on YouTube. We are on... Uh, there's an there's a, an Amazon uh, equivalent of like a podcast app that is also on, whose name I forget right now, but you can find us in like all of those places. Cool. Uh, yeah, check us. If you haven't, uh, tell a friend. That would be the best gift you could ever give us other than straight hard cash. And never forget, people, in one year's time, you produce enough saliva to fill two bathtubs. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on two season of pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's because we're two C's in a pod, two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod at gmail.com.